hopefully going on slightly early to make it all work, doesn't knacker anything. Uh, welcome to episode 160 at Mighty White's podcast. As always, I'm Jack, joined by KC. Hello. And to give it its Simpsons title, New Angle, Junior Furpo eats Power Source Bar, becomes world's mightiest man. I didn't have time to think of one that actually was in context. I just had to use a Simpsons quote. Um, so, yeah, how's things, mate? You all right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Just a less stressful week. Um, yeah, it says a lot that this week, in terms of work, has been an absolute nightmare and everything like that, and it's still far less stressful. Yeah, I kind of want football back. Yeah, I mean, I literally, like, oh, I'm, I'm dying to have it back. I, I forgot how much I hate it once Leeds aren't playing. Like, I probably look like I'm in bits because I've, I've literally, you know, at the ten and a half hour mark of my eight hour shift, got a message of you going, so podcast? And I had completely forgotten. So there is no, there aren't notes for aren't anything. I very quickly listened back to our predictions because it turned out all the notes I wrote at the time are on a different laptop that I no longer have. Oh, it's been all over the shop, but it's all good. And as you know, just not doing the prep doesn't knacker you. You'll just narrowly avoid disaster. Yes. <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah. Um, so the one thing that we don't have because of the rush is we do not have our actual match results because I haven't had time to sort it. So basically, what we're going to see is if this is even close. And if it's close, I will then add them up and have to say next week whether yeah. whether we won or not. Um, but we should uh, quickly get into the news. Like, it was pretty much... The Aronson deal was pretty much done, wasn't it, last time? Uh, yes, because it was announced straight after kickoff. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, after full-time, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's now we've, been... We've survived. We've signed someone. Yeah, that has now actually been confirmed. Um, it seems to be a deal that everyone is happy with. Uh, I, I'm assuming you are as well. Yes. For a start, it's a centre mid. Always, you know, always... Well, I mean, you say that. He's, he's not going to be playing as a six very often. No, we're just going to play with all 10s all the time. Yeah. But it's a five-year five deal. They say undisclosed fee, but it was like £25 million, wasn't it, roughly? Yeah. A good bit of business, I think. Decent amount to pay for, for someone who will probably be straight into the first team. Mm. Um, young as well. So five-year deal is probably worth it and... You would imagine if the first couple of seasons go well, there will either be an extension or he will be sold. Or he'll be buggering off. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, I still think Rafinha's off, but I'm starting to think it won't be Barcelona. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's bad enough now that they were trying to get him on the cheap, but um, yeah, the fact they can't even can't even get contract extensions through. Um, the the grizzled part of my brain is thinking it's Barcelona. I'm sure this situation will magically sort itself out in a few weeks. 
Uh, yeah, there is always a worry and stuff like that. Because what is it? They've signed Frank Kessie and someone else, and they can't register them. And they also can't register Sergio Roberto's new contract. Hmm. Which you would think, like, in terms of... Apologies, I need to move some stuff around. Uh, in terms of, you know, Barcelona money, you would think that Sergio Roberto is not exactly the most expensive guy in the world. No, but clearly they have far exceeded their, their allowances at this stage. Uh, yeah, and with Phillips, we're still no closer to knowing. I personally think he'll go, uh, and it'll be to Man City, but we don't know yet. The thing that we've seen now is that we are being linked with anyone who's ever been to America or anyone who's ever been to Salzburg. No, I've not been there. Yeah, the... Um, I mean, it seems like a fair enough reasoning, but uh, what is it? The the right back from there we are now being linked with. And because I didn't have time to write notes, I'm having to find it. Uh, Christensen, that's his name, isn't it? Yes. Um, we are being quite strongly linked with him. Um... Which makes quite a lot of sense. And he looks, he looks decent. He looks a little bit limited technically, but he put up really good numbers. And also, you don't need to be technically amazing to sort of play right back in a marsh system. It's why Robin Cock did quite well. Um yeah, that's what I suppose this is the the opposite of the the Frank Lampard model with, with Chelsea that he knows the club uh get players in that know the system. Mm. So just get all get the band back together, move Salzburg to Leeds, get them all in. Yeah, um, he's been quite heavily linked. And now that they have lost the playoff final to Nottingham Forest, Lewis O'Brien immediately was linked again. And he apparently has a £10 million release clause. Based on what I've seen of him, we should be definitely taking that up. Because at £10 million in the Premier League, you're not buying, oh my God, automatic first choice has to play every week. £10 million is... A squad player, and in the Premier League, as depressing as this is, it's a relatively cheap one. Yeah, and and, and those are the sorts of gaps we need to be filling in our squad at the moment as well, because you, you're looking at, you know, if you were to go off our central midfield options now, you've got Click, Dallas, Forshaw, who are all the wrong side of thirty. Yeah. Then there is Phillips who is the one player in his prime. And then it's Lewis Bate. And, you know, we all like Lewis Bate, but we kind of need something more in the middle. Yeah. So, you know, Lewis O'Brien, 23, still got time to develop. Um, like you say, I, I don't think he would be a signing that would be straight into the first team necessarily, but we do need to bridge that gap in in those positions. Yeah, uh, we have had a question off a uh, friend of a podcast, Alex Benningson. What would you think of Noah Lang as a Rafinha replacement? From everything I've read and seen, he looks like a really good player. But one, it's a bit awkward because he still hasn't apologised for singing that song, uh, which isn't good. But more importantly, I think he's off to Milan anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that would be a shame. I mean, I assume Rafinha's going somewhere. I've no idea where. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. 
um, we are being linked in the way I did say on the last one, Orta has his players that he likes. And we are mm. being linked once again, obviously Lewis O'Brien. We are being linked with a load of names from before. One's so one that we forgot to mention last time that makes all the sense in the world is Takumi Minamino. Uh who I would absolutely snap your hand off for. I think he's a really good player. And we've also we have now officially been linked with Che Adams, which I said would happen. Yeah, uh, would, you want, the, would you want one or both? Um, Minamino, I probably would. It, it would very much depend on the fee for for Shea Adams as to because I I don't know I don't think he's what I would be wanting as as one of our first choice strikers, hmm. and. I feel like to get him away from Southampton, we would probably have to pay a fair bit for him, and I don't think it's the key position we need to be foc- we need to be spending a lot of our resources on right now. Yeah, um, that's. I think that's everyone we've been majorly linked with. The uh, the 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 right back sounds like the most likely goer in all of that. We're still being linked with Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen as well, but I think it'll probably be. Now that we've got the one announced early, I think it'll probably be a week or so before we start hearing mm. about anything like that. Um, has there been anything news-wise other than saying if you haven't donated any money to the uh, Square Balls fundraiser that you should, if you can? Um, no, not that I can think of right now. Yeah, because obviously this is, when I say no prep, normally I have 10 minutes or something. I have not today. Uh, so we can just get straight into what we had as our predictions. Um, obviously, there'll be some of these. I think. I think we can. I think everything other than player at year and young player at year, we are able to answer whether this is right. And we'll have to. I'll have to try and keep a running total somewhere on my laptop while we do this. I mean, uh, I think it's safe to say, at least with with player of the year, that was Raf. I mean, it should be, but we we don't know yet. Um, it was one rough. thing, and he's only twenty four. You know what? <laughs> Young player of the year. Yeah, uh, I obviously so because it was on the old laptop. I very quickly before this started, got the old podcast up, managed to find roughly where we started. Anyway, the last thing before we actually got into our predictions was both of us saying we won't do as well as last year, but we won't be sucked into a relegation battle. And then we never got above 15th in the table. Um, no, and then we never got there at all at any point. Um, so we had this top four. By the way, apologies if my daughter crying is coming through in the background. Uh, yeah, the the normal thing, five points for top four places and 10 if you've got them in the correct position. Both of us in fourth place were wrong. Can you remember what you went for? Uh, I've not a clue. Because um, we both said the same thing. Did I say Spurs to finish fourth? Uh, no, and that would have been really nice if you had, because that definitely wouldn't have been wrong. Uh, we both said Leicester. Oh, okay. Oh, would finish fourth. My my thinking that they were finally going to actually make it stick in the yeah in the top four. And this this time they didn't throw it away at the end of the season. They threw it away earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, Third place, I had Liverpool, which was wrong, but five points because they were in the top four. Casey, you had Chelsea. 
Ooh. which uh, is 10 points. I should probably open a table just to check I'm right about these things. Uh, so, yeah, 10 and 5. Okay, uh, so second place, you had Man City, 5. I had Chelsea, 5. You winning it, you had Liverpool, 5. I had Man City, 10. Uh, I mean, uh, there's a moral victory for me there. I've heard they're the best team in Europe. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Michael Owen is absolutely steadfast in that position. And who are we to argue with him? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we both, uh, so we're both on 20 after that. Uh, what would say we talked about Spurs and both said they wouldn't get in the top four because Nuno is not a good pick to be manager. We now, right they, about that. Yeah, they did, they did end up getting fourth, but we were right about the Nuno bit. Hmm. So, you know, that's not the worst. Uh, relegation places, again, five or ten if it's in the correct spot. Um, Casey, 18th, Southampton. And technically, again, I think I'm right. If it had been a 42 <laughs> game, if it had been a 42 game season, I I think that you would have been dead on. <laughs> like they, they had thrown it away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 18th Newcastle, 19. Uh, you've got 18 Southampton, 19th Brentford. I'm, I'm doing well so far. And 20th Norwich. So you know that. That one's at least all right. At least I got that one bang on. You know, but by the end, that was all, that was by the end. I didn't realise they they only actually came bottom by one point. God, Which what, is Watford. Uh, Watford was so bad. Yeah, uh, I had 18th Newcastle, 19th Watford, 20th Norwich. So I get 20, you get 10. Uh, I did specify I will continue to pick Newcastle while ever they have a combination of Mike Ashley and Steve Bruce. And I mean, they were bottom when they got rid of them. <laughs> so, it was, so it wasn't the worst shout that anyone's ever had. Um, we had top scorer in the Premier League. I think I would have just gone Harry Kane, or did I go Lukaku? You did Is... go Harry Kane. Okay. Uh, we were doing, you only get points for top two. Harry Kane, unfortunately for you, was fourth. Yeah, well, he didn't basically start actually playing until about November. No, but what I would say is he did a damn sight better than my pick of Romelu Lukaku. Oh, that, that was my concern. Who isn't even on this page. Yeah, and also was still playing for Inter Milan when I picked him. <coughs> yeah. It's, um, uh, it's unfortunate, is that one, because I think we both tipped into you quite well. Yeah. Um, we're going to have most assists in the Premier League. Um, I will say that neither of us got it. That's one thing I can say for certain. Uh, did I go Kevin De Bruyne? Uh, no, we both said we should go for De Bruyne and then neither of us did. Uh, you had 15th place, um, which on seven, Son Heung-min. Which I think went in hand in hand with your Harry Kane one. Yeah. Although you did say either that or whoever they get to replace Harry Kane, because there was a, a very decent chance of him not being there at that point. Hmm. And uh, I don't know how many he ended up with, but it certainly wasn't enough. I think he got three. 
uh, I had Rafinha. So, you know, there might have been a little bit of a... So we're still on a high. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's something that I need to check when it actually happened. Because uh, our next one is first manager to go. They all seem to happen. Like, once one fell, a few seem to go. Um, I'm pretty uh, sure... I... Yeah, I've got. I have got a list. Um, wait, do you know who you went for? No, I'm gonna say that. I'm trying to think who I would have gone for now. I'm gonna go for Steve Bruce. That I. This is now me trying to pick who I picked. Yeah, you. It's become a that. sub game. Just checking the score so far, so it's 40-30 to me at the minute. Um, right, yeah, you went for... You didn't go for Steve Bruce. Mm. Steve Bruce was second by 17 days. But you went for Mikel Arteta. Ooh. And there was a point after about... Because didn't they lose the first three games? I think so, yeah. And we're bottom at league. There was a point where it looked like it might be right. But I'm assuming that this one will have probably been five points. Uh, but I got this right. Because if they're in the league and you don't know, you go for Watford's manager. And uh, Cisco, Munoz, is. Cisco Munoz was sacked October 3rd um, after losing at Ellen Road. And that's who I had. Um, for the FA Cup, uh, you had Everton. Obviously, they had a bad season. What I would say is you they, did they say... The, they made the quarters. I've, I've you did that. say, I'm going to go for one of the teams that isn't in like league contention. And uh, clearly, that was a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, my idea was a bit better, because I get five points for the losing finalist. I had Chelsea. Um, but you get those back on the League Cup. Because... For that, you had Chelsea. And both of them were losing on penalties after a 0-0 with Liverpool. Uh, for the League Cup, I had Man City, because up until this year, they win it every year. What Was this year meant? Was this year going to be five in a row if they'd have done it or something uh, like yeah. that? Yeah, it did indeed. Um, for the Champions League, uh, you know who I'll have gone for, and I will be going for it next year, because I'm going to pick Man City every year until they win it. And they didn't. Uh, have you any idea who you went for? No. Not clear. Uh, uh, we, you weren't sure who you were going to go for. So we went on a bit of a tangent and found ourselves talking about PSG's squad this year and how ridiculous it is. And you ended up going for Paris Saint-Germain. Okay. Uh, but the choice quote is Casey, of course, very confidently saying, because you can't pick Barcelona or Real this year. Uh, I mean, it's said unfortunate. It. <laughs> um, so no points there. So uh, fifty to thirty-five to me at the minute. Uh, Europa League. You went for you went for a team that you weren't even sure were in it at the time, and then had to look up that there were. 
Uh, you went for Leon. I'm not sure how far they got. Oh, God. Um, and I went for Leicester City, who did get to like the quarters, didn't they, or something? And uh, you said it, and you all you did uh, you did talk about West Ham during it, but mm. like almost as in, could you imagine how ridiculous Not it would be if they got anywhere near? What happened there? Oh, sorry. Uh, the <laughs> orange screen I have on my TV has flipped over onto another orange screen that it just <laughs> stuck an advert in there. Ah, right. Uh, Leon made the quarterfinals at least. Ah, so yeah, not so that's not too bad. A shot. I think we both got quarterfinalists, which isn't a bad go. And you know what? They only actually lost the one game, so I've got yeah. to give them that. Yeah, so not terrible. Uh, Europa Conference League. We've been on about what we went for all season, and then I've listened back to it, and we and that that isn't what happened. Um, yeah, because I. I thought we'd both gone with Roma. Yeah, so did I. Because, again, I did. Jose loves a cup. Yep, I did. Oh, God, that makes me worry about where I went with this. I went for Roma because Mourinho uh, getting 10 points in the process. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that you'd been playing FM or something because you went for Anderlecht. Okay. I can see why I would have thought that. They're, yeah. they're a big name in that competition. Yeah, I did also talk about, very briefly, how I'd really like to... I'm really looking forward to seeing how Bodo Glimt do, because they're playing some really good stuff. And they did beat Roma 6-1. And just and... <laughs> it clearly motivated them. Yeah. So that's uh... 60 to 35. I'm sorry, just as I look at this, Anderlecht did not make the group stage. Oh, did they get beat in the qualifier? Because one other thing that I've noted down, at the time we made this prediction, because of the way it worked and how it was some to qualify for it, and others were the losers of other things. Yeah. At the time we made the prediction, there was not one team confirmed to be in the Conference League. Yeah, so Anderlecht uh, beat uh, Lachi of... Albania in the third qualifying round, which then I mean, put them into the powerhouse. Play. Yeah, uh, but after a three-all draw at home, they were knocked out by Vitesse Arnhem mm. in the second leg. Well, <laughs> um, one thing that I don't know did because you did the likely unlikely things, yes. and then I got you to answer and answer them yourself. So. Are we doing sort of five for each? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. Um, the first one was Klassen to play two or more league games. I said yes. You said no. He played one. And you didn't say start. You said play. Yeah. <laughs> so five points for you. Um, excluding Calvin Phillips. Bamford and one more Leeds player to play for England. Uh, I don't. Pat Bamford played in the summer, didn't he? Uh, but he Bamford's he played, gate. It was played, after this. Yeah, he he played in the first. I think he played in like the first set of games after this. Yeah, and then he was injured, and I'm pretty sure like that's it then for us. Yeah, it is indeed. I said un- I said unlikely. You said likely because you 
you talked about Ailing, but I think you were really pinning your hopes on Jack Harrison. From the and way you, know you were what? talking, the, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, uh, so that's five each so far. Uh, Jamie Shackleton to start a league game in central midfield, uh, which was a key addendum. <laughs> uh, I haven't looked this up, but I don't believe he did. No, I don't remember him starting uh, at centre mid. No, I don't remember him don't... coming on as a centre mid. No, me neither. But I said likely, and I did say I think it'll only be one. But I think you will. Uh, you said unlikely, so five points for you. Um, Leeds make a first team signing in January. I said likely, didn't I? No, you said unlikely. <laughs> uh, gaining you five points. I said likely, which was wrong. But I did say likely because we haven't done enough in the summer. Which was so, true. I, I was right about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, both of us don't get anything because we said, will we make the FA Cup fourth round? And we both said yes, which we didn't. Uh, so that's five for me and 20 for you. I think. No, five for me and 15 for you. Right. So uh, 65 to 50. <laughs> um. For five points, a question that we I literally said, I'm only putting this in because we do it every year. There's no point asking this question because we know the answer. Will Bielsa last the season? Both of us said yes, didn't even discuss it, and I became sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think any of us wanted it to come to this. No, like I was... Like, we didn't even discuss it as an option that he wouldn't last the season. It was... If if we'd have been given odds as a bookie, we'd have been saying, like, 1 to 50. There was... Yeah. We, we wouldn't even buy into the chance that it might not happen. Um, we then have the various... Uh, how many goals will people score? And you said all competitions. So, But I have a feeling all of these are going to be too high anyway. Um, Patrick Bamford. I mean, you can tell you're gonna know what happened here. <laughs> yeah, uh, for about fourteen. Uh, pretty good guess. You went for fifteen. Uh, I went for thirteen. Uh, the actual answer was two. <laughs> so no points there. Uh, Rodrigo. No. Uh, I went for eight. He got six. You went for six. Oh. And I'm trying to remember. I, I think it's I think it's ten in it dead on. And five within one. Mm. So that gets you ten. Obviously I was two off, so you don't get so I don't get anything for that. Um Rafinha. Do you think you have an idea what you went for? Ten. Um, no, I went for 10. Uh, he did get 11, so I get five points. You went for seven. Okay. Uh, which isn't too bad. Uh, Jack Harrison. Oh, like 25. Uh, you nah. did jokingly say 27. And then. <laughs> and then. That sounds uh, all right. 
and then revise it. Uh, in the end, no one gets any points because I went for five and you went for eight. And if this is right, which I'm assuming it is, uh, yeah, uh, he must have got one in the cup that I don't remember. Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong column. Uh, yeah, he got ten. Yeah. And I think he got. Didn't he get all of them this calendar year? Uh, he did have a very good run. I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't swear that it was all in one calendar year. Um, yeah, because he got like the hat trick at West Ham was just after New Year, wasn't it, and stuff like that. In fact, yeah, his his first goal of the season was uh, Burnley at home. Ah, right, cool. So yeah, yeah that is true. Um, so you you were a bit unlucky there to just miss out. Um, you're also a bit unlucky on this one, Mateus Click. I went for seven because I said he's the one player that I thought looked decent in pre-season. Uh, you went for three, which was slightly too many because he got one. Yeah. Uh, so nothing for that. And uh, Tyler Roberts, I went optimistic as fuck and went for six. And KC gets another ten points for his correct shout of one. Oh. A vital goal against uh, Brentford. Yeah. So. I say vital. He put us in the lead. So then See, that, key, that, that, that clearly key game of the season, that one. Yeah. Three injuries, Robert's only goal. All happened. Yeah, which... Uh... That makes it 65-55 to me, which I think is... It, I might, I'm probably going to have to add up all the other points for next week when I have a bit more time. Because that's all the goals and we're... You've got... To, you're getting two dead on. Uh, really jumps it up. Um, And that, though, this... This, I think you're right. Uh, this one, I think, was a five-point one. This one, I think you're right, but... We might have to check, but I think you're right. First new international cap. Oh, I'm struggling to think of that one. Because um, when we did this, we won't have had... It was basically just before... You know that international break that they had? Was it just before the first game of the season? It, yeah, or, it must or... have been. Um... But yeah, we won't have had Dan James at this point. No. But and he wouldn't have been a new international anyway. Yeah. He um no, I've not got a clue. You went for Patrick Bamford, who did then play in that international break. Oh, okay. because uh, that was when he got his cap. Um, I went for Classen, who did get picked in that because he was already in the Norway squad. Uh but the thing is that I and I, I I think that you're right with Bamford because I think everyone else that got picked for in, that got picked for the international side already had a cap. Yeah. Before then, so I think that's right. So that's sixty-five, sixty. Uh, and this one, I've just looked up. It took a while. First under twenty-three league debut. Did I go with Sam Greenwood? Uh, no. no, I would have gone with Cody Drama. No, that's who I went for. Oh, I went for Cody Drama. 
I did say, I did specify, I would be going for Gelhart if he hadn't got injured in pre-season, which he did. Uh, A side of things to come. Yeah, so I went for Cody Drama. And you went for Crescencio Somerville, who hadn't played yet. So anyway, I went through his first few games of the season. The correct answer is Somerville away at Newcastle. Ah. So you were right, which I believe puts us at 65 apiece. Uh, and then, well, we can't do player of the year or young player of the year because we haven't been given yet. Mm. For what it's worth, you went Harrison, I went Rafinha. For young player, I went Strauch, you went Melier. I feel like you will probably get player of the year and I will probably get young player of the year there. I think I think Gal, it, it'll be a public there's a decent chance of it being a public vote whatever so he, uh, he'll do it. We both went for Bamford top scorer obviously he was injured all season and neither of us were close enough with the finishing position to get any points. Do you remember what you went for? Uh, I'm guessing either 12, 12th or 13th. Uh, you went for tenth. Ooh. Again, optimistic. That's and cool. I went, I went for twelfth. But what I would say is, after we did that, we then had a conversation on the podcast that was, I feel like we're both being optimistic here, <laughs> and we're still going for lower than we were last season, hmm. which says a lot about our confidence levels. So I think that uh, we did know that it was going to be worse. It just turned out to be a lot worse. So it's, it's daft now as well to think that if we'd have uh, if we finished this season with the points total we got last season, we'd have been playing Europa League football next year. Yeah, what was it? D- didn't Scum this season get less points than we did last season? Yeah, yeah, which is ridiculous. So an incredibly even um, predictions. Very frustratingly as well that we didn't do the the football league ones because. I, as many as I would have got wrong, I finally would have been right on Sunderland getting promoted. Yeah, true, because you absolutely would have gone for that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, I would have... Pr- Luton probably would have been my dark horses for the playoffs, but they didn't go up in them. So mm. <laughs> it wasn't mad. Um, yeah, so that that's all his predictions. Do you, I reckon this year we haven't had any like embarrassing ones, I don't think. No. Um, the only ones where we miles and miles and miles off are Bamford, and that's because he's been injured all season. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brett, yeah, Brentford have had a solid season when I when I predicted them to go down. But yeah, but, but you predicted not, them to finish. It's not as if they've they've done a Sheffield United in the first year, and, and you know. Um, no, it, it's, it's quite good. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, obviously we will do that again just before the season starts, which won't even be that long because won't the season start in like July this year? It will be. It does start early, doesn't it? I don't mm. know if it's as early as July, but it's. I know that it's going to be early for certain. Um. So one thing that we can do, although the club haven't done it, uh, who would be your player of the year? It's probably got to be Raf. Um, just sorry, just having a look here. 
uh, Premier League season starts on the 6th of August. Uh, it might be then that, like, in that case, the football league season might be end of July. Um, but yeah, for, for player of the year, it, I think it has to be Rafinha. There's, he, and, and even he's had his, his, his down points in, in this season, but he, he's been far and away better than anyone else who's been starting with, with any regularity. Um, I'm trying to think who you'd have close to him. Yeah, that's what I was trying because I, I think it's gonna, I think it's Rafinha as well. I've, I was trying to think if there is someone else. Like I don't know. I don't know if you could if you do it based on his on his you know sort of the aesthetic of his of his performances. Like Jack Harrison's actually put up decent numbers again this season, um, but there were also long periods of of him being fairly ineffective. That was one thing that we uh, didn't talk about uh, just with you mentioning him. That was one of the transfer stories going around that both Spurs and Newcastle want Jack Harrison. Yeah, I wouldn't be letting him go. No, not unless it's silly money. No, I, 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 I don't think that you can really have... You can really lose both. I know we're, we're going to move to a more centralised system, I think, more permanently next season. But I don't think you can have the the two players who've been playing those roles since Marsh come in, has come in both go. Yeah, and Harrison does appear to have adjusted quite well, which I didn't think he would, because mm. he was even more go stand on the touchline than Rafinha was. But he yeah. seems to have adjusted quite well to coming in field. No, and 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 I think if I remember rightly, I think. These two seasons combined now, he ha- he has the second highest goal involvement behind Rafinha. Um, yeah, I, I can actually check. I'm pretty sure that that's right. Uh, like, R- yeah, Rafinha has 14 total. He has 12 total. Mm. And uh, third is Dan James with nine. Which you wouldn't have thought, would you? No. Um, yeah, um, I, you, you know, everyone obviously knows how much I love Jack Harrison, but I, yeah, I don't think you can have both him and Rafinha leaving the same window. I think it'd be bad. Yeah. Uh, an unsurprising stat that I've just been able to get up here. Well, one, uh, one's a dick answer, and then there's like, if you put a minimum number on, uh, who has the best points per game in the lead squad this season? I assume it'd be. Oh, is it Sam Greenwood? It is not, and when you think about it, it's a really obvious answer. Well, the other one, um, the other one I was thinking of was was Joffe. No, Christopher Classen. He only played one game. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 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 if you put in like a minimum ten, you know, uh, minimum sort of ten appearances on it. Hmm. Yeah, um, with minimum 10 appearances, even though he hasn't had the best of seasons, it's Calvin Phillips. Oh, in fact, him and Bamford are joint, and they've both been missing most of the season. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was the thing after after Phillips goes out injured, that, that run up until, well, until the 
after the Aston Villa game. Mm. We were dreadful. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, that I think says a lot that they're the of the people that played a lot. They've got a decent record. By the way, one po- one point five for Helder Costa <laughs> before we bug it off. All right, then. Um, yeah, like you just you just looked as the. I'm trying to see where it is now. The Brentford game two all, and then we lose the three on the trot there. To Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal, beat Burnley, beat West Ham, and then what is it? N- no wins in so eight games. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's a, a pretty harsh run. Yeah, I say it, it just uh, occurred. It, I still had that transfer market thing open, and they let you do it by that. I also, um, obviously, everyone knows Furpo got the most yellers. Do you know who was second? Was it still Calvin Phillips? Uh, no. And uh, to be honest, I don't think he was anywhere close. Ah, this is Dan James. Uh, no, he was joint third with Rafinha on seven. Always good for a yellow, is Dan James. And clearly yeah. good for a red as well. And obviously he had a red as well. Now, nah, go on then. Our forwards like kicking people. Rodrigo got nine. Well, that's what he's doing all this time then. Yeah. Um, just because I really should check that. Um, it, again, uh, now obviously this doesn't include, you know, this this isn't based on minutes and stuff because some of them are late sub and stuff. But of, of people 10 games or more, who had the worst points per game? Uh, who would have been playing through all that time? Like, again, I assume Melies is going to be in there because he was obviously the kind of the constant through all that period. Um, well, remember, by the end of the season, we had a point per game and Melier played all of them. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Adam Forshaw. Um, it isn't Adam Falshaw. Adam Falshaw, 1.12. Yeah. A heroic so than most. Him. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Again, I'm, I'm looking at that, at that, those eight games before Bielsa went and trying to think who featured mostly in those. I'm guessing like Tyler Roberts will have played. Alex, again, he, he did get injured. Yeah, he gets injured in the Leicester game, so he would have been part of those. Mm. Um, yeah. It's it's a very unlucky stat. This is it going to be Robin Cock? Uh, no, it's Joe Gelhart. Poor Joe. Like nearly all of them are sub appearances. Yeah, of people who played more than ten, it's him. The actual worst is Liam McCallan with his one appearance, and we lost. <laughs> nice, nice big zero. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's a and Cody Dramas is also worse. Um, for his uh, few appearances that he managed. It's grim. If I'm being honest, it's grim to think about again now. 
Yeah. Let's move on. Um, well, it's a, it's always a weird one, this, because obviously we're just basically going through all of them and then seeing what comes up, basically. So what do you think is sort of next? The thing that we sort of really need to start talking about is what do you think we need in the summer? Help. <laughs> yeah. A therapy. Um, yeah, we need, as I said before, I, th- I think we need someone in that sort of 23 to 26, 27 age bracket for, for central midfield. Mm. Um, you know, I think that's the position where we're, we're really lacking sort of that, that middle ground of players in there. Yeah. I don't uh, know how old he is, but we are still being linked a bit with that Florian Grillish who's on a free. Mm. Uh, and again, people who've seen more of him than me seem to rate him. Uh, it's it's it sounds like another one of them. They're not saying he'll be a world beater. They're saying if he's on a free, it'd be a very good addition to the squad. Yeah. Also, apologize. I have to apologize to Adam Forshaw because I just I did describe him as the wrong side of thirty, and he is twenty nine. No, but right, yeah, that might be true. But he isn't, is he? Uh, when you've had an injury like that, you have to add on a few. Oh, no, sorry, he is actually thirty now. Sorry, the, the ages I'm looking at are their ages at the start of the season. As it which, which which points out two things to me. One, I'd forgotten that Leo Hielda is seventeen because he looks about twenty-five. Yeah, I think he is eighteen now. Yeah, he is eighteen now. He was also born in Nottingham. Of that I did know. That yep, yeah, just yeah, uh, but I didn't know until we signed him, and then I had to. I think I wrote something up about him, and that's what when I noticed. Because his dad, who was playing for South Korea San Bus- Busan, it's got an apostrophe, but I'm going to call them icons anyway. Yeah. When Leo was born in England, which does confuse me. Like, was he? Yeah. So he was at Forest and then moved and then went back to Forest. Yeah. So there's no point alone. Moving, there's no point moving the family with you if you're not going to be there that long. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you learn something new. Um, but yeah, it's sort of as as you look through the team, like it, like I said, in that central midfield area, Calvin Phillips at, at twenty six now, and then like Jamie Shackleton's twenty two, but I'm loath to call him a central midfielder at this point. Uh, Jack Jenkins is twenty. Lewis Bate is nineteen. Um. Stuart, where are we now? Stuart, Stuart Dallas will be. Uh, he's thirty-one now. Mm. So yeah, that's it's it's kind of that area. Of, I think I think we need to address. Yeah, we definitely need a centre mid. I mean, I'd say I I think Lewis O'Brien at ten million should be done. I think that's a a good signing. And is he slightly younger than that? Uh, Lewis O'Brien was twenty-three. All right. So yeah. Oh no. So he's about right. Um, he again might not start every week, and from what I saw of him, I really like what I saw. But I think that we do need another one as well. And if Phillips goes, a third one, yeah, we legitimately might need three centimeters. If we sell Gavin Phillips, we need three centimeters in the summer, which is yeah. a weird thing to be looking at. Um, I what do like we don't need a center back. No, the, if a really good one come, becomes available, 
then you have to because when a good player comes up in any position, you should be ready for it. But I honestly, like, I think we can afford to lose a centre back. Is that centre back Diego Llorente? If if I was picking, yeah, yeah, because I think I, he's still in the Spain squad. What did we pay? Like seven, like seventeen million. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a, a huge amount. I think we could probably get fourteen back off a Spanish club. Hmm. And if you sign a player for two years, he's been fine for two years, and you don't make much of a loss. You could say that's a good signing. You would say. Yeah. Uh, but I think Cresswell should be bumped up to like number four. Yeah, it's, like you say, it's probably one of those where if you've got the option to cash in, it, it's probably not the worst idea. And, you know, I don't think we need to sign anyone there. You've got Robin Koku is uh, 26, uh, Strikes 23, Cooper's now 30. Mm. But, you know, you. I would be happy with. Like the two right-footed ones being Cock and Cresswell, and the two left-footed ones being Strauch and Cooper. Yeah, I think that's fine. And then you've also got Luke Ayling, who can fill in there when. Needed. Yeah, he he's like number five. Mm. You know, and you know, then you've got twenty-threes after that. Although I've no, I'm not really sure who they're going to be now. Because I, I mean, because after the last podcast where we spoke about possibly giving Noam Kenny a new deal, twenty minutes later he had signed for Hibs. Yeah, which, by the way, I think is a very good move for him. If he ain't going to get a chance here, that looks like a good move. And the yeah, the amount I, of a big deal they've made out of him on social media and stuff, it doesn't sound like they're buying him to be a youth player. No, and and I think, you know, I think we were talking about Kenny sort of stepping up as the lead central defender in the 23s. You know, we mm. weren't really thinking about him progressing to the first team at this point. No. Um so it does sound like Leeds did offer him a new deal, but he thought this was a better move. And being objective about it, it probably is. Yeah, like like you say, at this point, I I don't think he's at all wrong for for wanting to make a move and get some first team football. And it wasn't going to happen here. And honestly, if he's not your lead centre back in the twenty threes, I don't really see the sense in loaning him out. No. Um, so yeah, centre back's okay. Um I think I mean I think we probably agree on this, but I think we need a right back and a left back. Yeah. Um so again the there'll, there'll have to be a talk about what we do with Cody Drama and what his role is, whether he will get a chance to go in as as, as a first charge right back or well, one thing that could, should be good for him, uh, like Ailing's been injured and he might make it back for pre-season, but he's not going to be right by the start of the season. And Dallas is still going to be out. Mm. And Shackleton is Shackleton. So even if we sign a right back, especially like this guy from Salzburg, well, you would think at the very least, at the start of the season, for a bit, Drama is going to be on the bench in the first team squad. And we'll have five subs, so you'd think he'll get on a fair bit. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so. Um, and then the other side of that is you've got Furpo and Stuart Dallas, who would be our two left-backs. 
And Dallas is probably out till Christmas. Yeah, so at that point, you're next in line is Hjelda? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Hjelda and it's Strauch and Hjelda of your ones. And Strauch, perfectly serviced. If, if I've said it with a fa- quite a few games, if we're playing a team that's a lot better than us, I, I'm fine with Strauch as left back. I think he's quite solid, but I don't think that he's he's a centre back. He isn't a left back. Uh, Hjelda, I always, when I first saw him, I assumed he was a centre back, but the more I've watched him, the more I think, oh no, he might actually make a left back. But no matter what, when I look at all of them, Firpo included, I think we need a new first choice left back. Yeah. Um, Which just made me think that, again, whether Firpo is, is likely to want to sit around as, as a backup left back here. No, I don't think, like, no one based off this season is going to come in and buy him. Maybe a Spanish club would take him on loan with a view to a permanent. Yeah, uh, that that might be doable. Um, you know, I think Firpo gets a tiny bit more stick than he deserves because he gets hatred, and I don't think there's a lack of effort there. But no. he isn't. But he isn't good enough. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd love nothing more than him to be brilliant next season and like prove us all wrong. But I just don't see it. So yeah, probably need. So at the minute, we've got a fullback for each side. And two to three central midfielders. Yeah. So we're already on four or five. We've signed uh, Brendan Allenson, who's sort of a narrowish ten. You know that sort of player. We probably need another one of them. Yeah. Again. Well, as op- as options to play there now are Rodrigo, who I wouldn't mind if he left. Uh, who I'd like to keep and has shown he can play that position. And I suppose then you can play Greenwood or Gelhart there mm. as well. And Matthias Click probably could play there or play centre mid. But either way, you'd think Click probably doesn't want to be starting much next season. Yeah, I think that's one of the issues with, with players at, at the point in Click's career that he's at where. If he wants to get a few more years of first team football, like I don't begrudge him it. No, but you know, ideally for me, he would be off the bench most of the time. Yeah. I'd quite like him to be here another season. I just don't want him starting quite as much. Hmm. Uh, I mean, he's a good enough player. I just don't think he's. We've we've had once you've done two seasons, you need to try and kick on, and he isn't going to let you kick on. He's just going to be solid. Yeah. It'll be absolutely fine. I don't think at any point he'd cause a problem. I don't think he'd cause a problem in a team a lot better than ours. I think he'd be fine in that too. But it'll just be fine. Um, so, yeah, I think we could probably do with another... Te- We've been linked a bit with uh, Morgan Gibbs-White from um, Wolves because they're not giving him a chance. He's had a loan. At, um, he was on loan at Sheffield United one and did really well this season by all accounts. Mm. I wouldn't mind that. Um. We don't really need a we don't really need a winger. Oh, Dan James is the other one because obviously he can play striker, he can play as that ten. He can, again off the bench, fine. But we don't need a winger if he decides to play with width, which he won't do most of the time. Yeah. Even when Rafinha goes, you've still got Harrison James Somerville. Hmm. 
So you don't really need a winger? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, and I think Somerville could be the one. If if one of them's going to have a Gelhart season, it'll be Somerville. Because he quite likes playing a bit more in field. So I'd be interested in that. And then I, th I think we need a striker as well. Yeah. Um, again, more, more Bamford mould striker. Someone to do that job who isn't Bamford. Because you need yeah. to. I, I mean, so again, you've got Gelhart and Greenwood who can kind of go in there. And then you've got Rodrigo who said, I don't think we mind if he moved on. And Tyler Roberts. I had totally forgotten Tyler Roberts existed, which is my fault. <laughs> uh, he's with the injury. I mean, it, it was I mean, it was amazing to see him at Brentford because no one saw that coming. Yeah, you know, obviously the 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 Leeds United finale of injuries of uh, Bamford being fit enough to play, but then testing positive for COVID. Mm. Um, but it, again, one of those appearing on the bench where it very much felt like if, if we're putting Tyler Roberts on, things must be desperate. Yeah. So, what's that? We need a right back, a left back, at least two centre mids, probably another 10, and a striker. And I think if we're going to develop Klassen into anything, we probably need to send him out on loan. So, we probably need a more experienced second choice keeper who isn't Kiko Casilla. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why it's like concern actually is that with uh, Marsh being fresh back, he's uh, sorry, fresh in and, and Casilla coming in afterwards that he might uh, might be willing fresh to keep him around the squad here. Mm. Um, I although he's still he's still on massive wages, isn't he? So you'd think the club will just want him rid as well. I know, yeah, it's, I, I know I it's less massive than had... the Premier League, but it's still big wages. I assume he would have uh, would have a nice. Uh, a nice wage rise when we got promoted. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking to see who's if there's anyone whose contracts expiring that'd be kind of worth a look at, but it's also trying to um he's not good enough with his feet, but depending on how Marsh wants to play, I could see it being someone like, although it's not actually being, I could see it being someone like Ben Foster. Mm. You know, just come in and be second choice and sound bench. Well, you've got um, Fraser Foster. He's been linked with Spurs. He's Alex... off to Spurs. I think that's pretty much done. Um, you've got Alex McCarthy. It's coming up. I'm... There's a couple. There's a few of these I'm trying not to um, really mention because there's like Samir Handanovic is there. Yeah. Um, who I don't think we're getting. Um. Like there, there, there was a lot of Leeds fans, and we, I think we mentioned this last week because it was in comments saying now they've got relegated, go for Nick Pope. But I've got enough faith in Melier that I don't particularly want to sign a first choice keeper, which is what Pope would be. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else on here that's. No, there's not really. Anyone that that I particularly know of well enough, anyway. That um, no. I think you got, David, you got David Espina there, who yeah. he's thirty three. 
Yeah, not for, I don't particularly rate him. The interesting Andre one in terms Onana, of... Andre get him in as backup. Yeah. The, the interesting one for actual... Because Onana's off to like Inter, isn't he, or something? Yeah. Um, if the, the interesting goalkeeper that it'll be... I'll be I'm wondering where he'll go that's on the free is uh, Sam Johnson at West Brom. Yeah, 29 it... as well, so he's he's still got a fair, fair while in him. But I think he'll go somewhere where he'll play. Oh, experienced goalkeeper doesn't mind being a number two on a free. Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see the thing that Phil Hay said that apparently in January we tried to get Darren Randolph? Okay. To like come in on loan and be second choice. Yeah. Just just um, to have. Well, they had someone uh, with some experience there. Well, West because he was still at West Ham, wasn't he? Oh, oh, was he at Middlesbrough by this point? I can't remember. But uh, yeah, I think there was already two goalkeepers ahead of him, so it would have been moving up the food chain for him. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see what we're bringing. I don't think anything will happen now for a couple of weeks. Mm. It'll probably quieten off a bit, and we'll uh, we'll see. I was because. Uh, We've got the run of like it's international games coming up, aren't we? And the uh... yeah, uh, sorry, I'm still looking through goalkeepers as well. Like the um, the Scotland Ukraine game in the playoffs is tomorrow, Ooh. so that'll have a that'll make Cooper will be in the squad. I don't know if he'll be involved. Um, and I think Wales play tomorrow night as well. I'm assuming, I mean, they will have picked James. I'm assuming they didn't pick Tyler Roberts with him just getting back to the bench. Uh, I'm almost certain they didn't, but... Yeah, um, yeah it'd speak of a worrying situation if, if they have picked him anyway. Oh, God, it still lists their manager as being Ryan Giggs. Yeah. yeah, So um, so I think that what that comes down to is that we think we need a lot. We've mentioned Juente... And Rodrigo, we'd probably both be all right if they went. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a there's a lot of people with uh, there's a lot of people who have kind of I don't want to say turned on Yorente, but the, I think the problem is 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 a slight lack of reliability about him. Whereas I, I felt this season, like strike stepping form has been more confidence related yeah. than, than anything else. The thing with Juventus is, I'm not like desperate for him to go. It's not like, oh God, get him out, whatever it takes. I just think out of the options we have in that area, the amount of money you could get, I think he's probably the best one to go. Rodrigo, it just isn't working. He's still highly rated in Spain, so you'll probably get something back for someone his age. Hmm. That's fine. Is there anyone else who we should be looking to get rid of? I mean, first name that comes into my head is Jamie Shackleton, because that kid needs to go play football. Yeah, I think when you say looking to get rid of, is it's probably it makes it sound a lot harsher than it than it is. Um, go get a championship yeah. club and play. Yeah, go go get some first team football. Um, Furpo, it's Furpo, it, isn't it? I'd be all right with that again. If we can sign a left back, because if we don't sign a left back, he's still first choice next season. Mm. And then 
I, th- I think the other ones are because last time we went through, didn't we? Some of the some of the players that are on on loan, and mm. it's um, Costa has got to go. Casillas has yeah. got to go. Yeah. Just if, if for no other reason, just to get them off the wages at this point. Um, so it it sounds like we're both expecting a fair bit of upheaval, doesn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think I think there will be a bit of turnaround um, in this in certain certainly in, in that central midfield area as well. You know, you should hopefully see a few players come in. Um, the, the worrying thing is, and I suppose it depends on if and when Phillips go. Do you, do you want to be losing five players for who who were typically starting week in week out for you? You probably don't. As I said, there is a number where I think selling Phillips is the right thing to do. Hmm. But if we don't hit that number, then I'd also be saying, give him a new contract. Yeah, like it. I don't want him to go, but there is a number where because he's the right age and he's English. You know, there is a chance that Man City will give us 60 million quid for him. And yeah. I just think if we if we scout properly, I think you can probably get another one of him and have 30-odd million left over. Like, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not as simple as that, obviously. Nothing is, but I think you can do it if you do it well. No, it's just whether no. we can do it well. Yeah, we, we were talking last night about the the seven players that came in the uh, that summer at Spurs when when Gareth Bale left. It. I know some of those actually came in before, but you know, I, I think at that point they, they would have had a fair idea of where the money was going. Um, and for the, of those seven players, there was only one that really did anything. I say really did anything for them. That's a bit harsh on Christian Eriksen. There was one of them was good, and the rest of them. This. Yeah, like Lamella was fine, but yeah, and, and the I thirty that... million they paid for him at the time was like paying sixty now. Yeah, the, the, and the the problem for us is and that we are going to lose, or we are likely to lose one of our best players, possibly two of them. Yeah, I'm like throughout all of this, I'm already just assuming Rafinha's gone. Yeah. And and I think the the thing the thing is, you can't say for the position we're in that we need to buy someone as good as him because it's not that easy. But we need to buy players who are who are good. Like we need they need to be good transfers and good replacements. As as daft as that sounds, because that's what you want every transfer to be. And given the season we've just had, you can't we can't afford to get this wrong now because if we get it wrong having, you know, escaped by the skin of our teeth. You know, it's it's relegation. Yeah, that's true. Like this is such a massive summer. They've got a a what we don't need that thing of someone as good as Rafinha, you're not gonna get anyone maybe as good, but there there will be others like that. You know, players that are gonna cost around twenty million quid who are actually £50 million pound players. Hmm. And it'd just be, the you know, the saver want to be like Leicester. Well, Leicester have found a few of them. 
and we we need to. Yeah, I we need we need to. I mean, he wasn't even cheap, but we need to be finding a player who turns out to be Telemans. You know, you need someone like like that in the middle of park, and hopefully, we can find one. Yeah, I I, I have found myself now going down the the dark hole of uh, who we just all players that are now. Got, will be going on a free transfer. Mm. Um, so th- there's some interesting names on there, but at the same time, trying to remain realistic about who we could feasibly attract and who would also fit. Yeah, I mean, what you really want to be looking at, based on what I've seen, is anyone who's American, anyone who's played under Jesse Marsh, anyone who who we've been linked with before. And of course, crucially, it's Victor Arta, anyone who's left footed. Yeah. Because um, uh, we have been linked, there was also a link with that Castellanos at New York City, wasn't there? Mm. Who I, I don't watch enough of the MLS to know. Again, it's another one of them where people are saying he's much better than the MLS. Whether that translates, I won't know, but we'll see. Uh, this has ended up being a long pod, which I didn't expect it to be. To be honest, I was I very much thought that it'd be a short one. But we made it. That's the yeah. important part. So, yeah, that will do us for episode 168 of Mighty White's podcast. I am actually sure when we'll next be back. It sort of depends what happens in the next week. If yeah. There's, it, if there's it, stuff to talk about, we'll do one. If there isn't, we probably won't. Yeah. We're um, back. What's happened? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Because otherwise, you know, it's just not good. Danny Welbeck watch. I mean, we could do worse. We could do a lot better. (laughs) Right, cool. So, yeah, that'll do us. So, I've been Jack. See you. I've been Casey. Have a good one. In a bit.